Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. You know who you are. Belly up to the bar here. Let's have a little chat like we do every day. Um, today, this is the Locked on NFL podcast. You already know that, though. You downloaded it. You're spreading the word. We're growing like crazy. We are brought to you by SeatGeek today. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about them down the road. But let's talk power ranks. Last week, we didn't do them because of Thanksgiving. They got the boot. So... We will have a little gap from two weeks ago. I'll mention where they were two weeks ago, where they are now. And it's amazing how quick the NFL can change just in that small amount of time. You know, I mean, we two Wednesdays ago, we did this together. And now there's some teams that have moved up dramatically or moved down dramatically. There's some teams at the top and bottom that haven't moved. But we will do that. And the other thing I wanted to mention, too, while we're here is... I just want to give an A through F or possibly an incomplete grade to every team's first round pick, too. So uh, I'm just doing them off memory. I don't, uh, on top of it, I, I know who, who was picked where. Um, so we are going to do that, too. Just kind of do a little chat about the, all the, draft, the, the top draft picks thus far. So leading off at the bottom... Got the Cleve Brownies. Uh, the Niners were 32nd last time we did this. They're now 31. The Browns are 32. They're on path to not win any games this year. I mean, it's hard to argue with keeping him them down this low. Coleman, their first-round pick, I'm very excited about. I think him and Pryor will be foundation players Really good compliments to one another, assuming they keep Pryor around, which they have the cap space to do, and I'd be cra- I think they'd be crazy if they didn't. But he's not gonna be he's not gonna be cheap. But I don't know that we have a really good grade on Coleman to this point. Just haven't seen enough of him. I'm gonna give him an incomplete, but one with like a plus sign after it. You know, like a you know how you give D plus, C plus, B plus. I'm going to give that an incomplete plus because I don't think I'm worried about him. I just would like to see more before I gave him a B or wherever he would land. As for the Niners, I like DeForest Buckner a lot. I would give him a solid B. I think he's also a foundational piece for a rebuilding 3-4 team, flashing a little more pass rush of late. They played the run really well this past week, and it's noteworthy because they haven't at all. And some of it was because Miami was so depleted on the offensive line. But, you know, give credit to where it's due. And they that was the best defense of the run defense I've seen from them yet. We got the Bears at 30. And, man, I mean, the wheels are off here. And they're so injured and on their third quarterback. And even their guards are out, let alone the receivers. And I don't think it's time to blow this thing up. I mean, I would stick with Fox. And I think they have a good plan in place. But just some bad luck of late, too. Leonard Floyd, I think he's also a B. He's making plays. He's a different type of guy. I always talk about their front seven. 
And he's a different type of guy than they've had. You know, I mean, he's a little bit lighter. He can drop into coverage or come off the edge. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously this is high praise, but I think John Fox sees some Von Miller-like attributes from him. So I'm going to take the easy way out here, just kind of call him a B. And, you know, he's flashing. And I think that there's no reason for major concern there. Uh, another team that's really bad right now, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're at 29. All these teams were the bottom four the last time we talked. The Jags were 30. The Bears were at 29. Um, as for their first-round pick, Jalen Ramsey, A-. minus. I think he's in the conversation for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Obviously, extremely talented, size, speed, versatility, rarely do corners come in and make a big impact, you know, that first year, and he already is often against um, number one receivers. Give him an A instead of an A-. minus. I mean, considering the position he's playing, to adapt that quickly, uh, I, I think is... Pretty pretty damn impressive, to be honest with you. And I don't know that I'd do a whole lot with that defense this offseason. I got the Jets at 28. That's a team I would blow up. Um, there, I think you got to get rid of all those big contracts, including Fitzpatrick. I would keep Todd Bowles, but I would look at this team as a total rebuild this offseason. Um, their linebacker, Lee, I think he's a C. I, I would have liked to have seen more. Um, the Rams at 27, obviously we got, we've talked about Jared Goff and I think Monday, yeah, it was the Monday show that I really talked in depth about Goff. Um, I, I think he has to get an incomplete at this point, two games, but I think so many people out there have written him off that he's junk because Jeff Fisher doesn't know anything. This team stinks and he wasn't super impressive and, uh, during hard knocks or in the preseason, so therefore he's not, he's going to be a bum. I think that's crazy talk. Um, he's an incomplete, though. I, I don't think I can give him a grade yet, but I think he's... I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch him the rest of the year. I have Houston at 26. They were 23 two weeks ago. By the way, the Rams and Jets were basically in the same spots two weeks ago as well. Um, Will Fuller... I think his, you know, he started out as a house of fire. He certainly ha has brought to the table or at least offered what they wanted out of him, which is speed, perimeter speed, Ted Ginn, Deshaun Jackson. Um, I don't think there's any hesitation that that's, you know, what they, they, they got what they bought, you know what I mean? And if it was a different quarterback and a different offense, maybe his numbers would stay much higher as they were earlier in the season. So I'm going to give him an A minus. I mean, he again, they 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 got what they were thought they were buying at the time. I got the Colts at 25. They were 24 last time we did this. Uh, I think Kelly is going to be. I think he's also an A. You know, I think he's going to be, I hate this cliche, and it's something they always say about about offensive linemen, but he's a 10-year starter in this league. But he has that look. Like, he just walked right in. He's been very good. Good run blocker. Seems to have a really good firm handle on the offense as a whole. Um, exactly what, also, exactly what they thought, you know, they were getting when they used that pick. You know, as somebody that can be Lux Jeff Saturday to Peyton Manning, hopefully for a very long time. 
So I think that pick has worked out really well. I mentioned SeatGeek. They've been with us for a long time. They're good friends of the show. Um, I have not personally got a chance to use them, but I've told you many times that my buds that go to all the Steeler games and uh, they use them constantly, and it's great. I mean, they it's the easiest way to find tickets for the football games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. Uh, like I said, my buddies all use the SeatGeek app on their phone, and I certainly will in the offseason, or I haven't been to a college game this year, but if I would, well, actually, I'd probably just call my buddies at Pitt and they'd give me tickets, but shh, don't tell anybody. Anyways, um, the SeatGeek app on the phone is by far the easiest way that they've found to shop for the tickets. They can be anywhere. Like I said, they're always in the parking lot or at a local watering hole down there. And with just a few taps, they instantly find seats for the weekend or any game of the season. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek prices compare for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants you to get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all, all you all Yins guys out there, I don't know if you guys know what Yins is, I would hope you do, if, if you've been hanging with me for a while, or some of you Pittsburghers out there, you get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase, and this is how you do that. 20 bucks. what a deal. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add promo code. Enter promo code LONFL and SeatGeek will send you 20 bucks. It'll send you a check for right after you made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app today and use the N or LONFL promo code today. All right, all right. We just talked about the Colts. Now, somebody that's fallen quite a bit two weeks ago. The Cincy Bungles were at 16, and now they are at 24. Um, obviously, AJ Green, Geo's injury. Uh, I, you know, it, it's been a rough year. There's a lot of talk about is Marvin on his way out? Should he be? I bet he isn't. Uh, he's also gone to playoffs the last five years, by the way. It's not so terrible. Uh, William Jackson's an obvious incomplete. You know, I mean, he hasn't played at all. Sounded as though they could have activated him after Bernard's injury, but they decided to activate Rex Burkhead instead. Special teamer slash, you know, receiving running back. That makes sense considering the circumstances. I have the Cardinals at 23. Well, I'm going to switch that around here a little bit. I'm going to call them 21. So I got the Panthers at 23. They're done. They go from 17 to 23 over this, this two-week span. Um, been a rough year. I mean, there's just no, no other way around that. Uh, as for Vernon Butler, he's blocked, so he's a difficult eval to give a grade right now, too. Really like the player. I think next year will be his year when Short or Lutalele is probably playing somewhere else. Short has played very well lately, though, and I'm not sure everybody realizes that. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I guess he's a, a C plus, but it's more closer to an incomplete. All right, that was the Panthers. I got the Vikes at 22. 
Treadwell's also an incomplete, but maybe, you know, it's not been an injury. He can't get on the field. The people ahead of him aren't all that great. So that's an incomplete minus. You know, like, who did I give an incomplete plus to? Um, I don't even remember. But somebody earlier. And um, he's an incomplete minus. Because you would think that, uh, you know, a mid-first round pick at this point would be able to break that passing offense and get involved to some degree. He hasn't. Um, There's a lot of teams in this neighborhood of the power ranks to me that are very, very similar. So, I mean, if your team's three or four spots lower than you think, I probably am on board with you. You know, I mean, I I don't think there's a huge difference here. Um, I got the cards at 21. They were 19 before that. Um, DJ, I would say, is a C-. You're not hearing good reports. He's hardly playing. Um, To me, that's a big red flag. He was drafted to come in and make, you know, an immediate impact. Sorry about that. I'm not sure if you caught that or not, but had to take a quick cause for the pause or cause for the pause for the cause. Can't talk really well today because Fat Nose the Cat was using the litter box yet again. Takes her about 15 minutes, it seems, to do her business. And then Sherm the Worm, the other cat, attacks her and it's madness down here and now it smells lovely. So that's what was going on here in Mikasa. Sorry about that, but <laughs> get back to my train of thought here. Uh, We just discussed the Cardinals. I got the Eagles at 20. I also think they are done. Two weeks ago, I had them at 7. And that was probably a little generous. But, you know, uh, times have changed for them. I mean, they're they're in, in trouble right now for their season. But I don't think they're in trouble as an organization. They're certainly one of these arrow pointing up type of teams. And the major, and of course, the biggest reason why is Carson Wentz. And, uh, I know his stock may have fallen a little bit since, you know, the week five, six air, you know, t- that time when they were undefeated, but it really hasn't with me. I mean, I still think he is an absolute franchise changer, a great future, you know, starting quarterback for, you know, the, the, that problem is solved to me. So therefore he gets an A plus, you know, they traded up for him. They were aggressive. I think he's been everything that you want from that position. And you don't give out A-pluses often. And I know he's come back to earth a little bit, and things have been simplified for him. But I am very much on board. The Titans are at 19. Uh, They were 15 two weeks ago. Jack Conklin, their starting right tackle, was their first-round pick. I would give him an A as well. Attitude player. Very effective since day one. Again, exactly what you want when you make that pick, you know, that uh, plug and play, what more could you ask for? I mean, that's exactly what you want. Uh, So now they have really good set of bookends for the foreseeable future, exactly the style of this team. I got the Packers at 18. They were 21 two weeks ago. Uh, Real nice win in Philly. Rodgers played phenomenal, you know, played really, really well. Uh, their first-round pick, who escapes me at this moment? Who the heck was the Packers' first-round pick? Uh, here I go. Pull up my drafthistory.com. Kenny Clark. Yeah, I was thinking it was Spriggs there for a minute, but you know, that's not true. Spriggs has been inserted at guard, and I like him too. Uh, Clark, I would say, is a C plus. Not that it necessarily is his fault, but I can't say, boy, he's made a big difference, a big impact. I think he's been good. Maybe he's more of a B-minus type. Um but not 
jumping out of your skin for him. He was a 27th pick overall. So, I mean, it, it's somewhat of a curved system here, too. You know, like Vernon Butler was a 30th pick overall. You don't expect him to make the same impact as Jalen Ramsey, who went fifth. You know, I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a reason that when you pick high, you get better dudes. Um, so, I, I don't have a problem with Clark, and it was a need position. They needed beef there. Um, but I can't say that I'm going to do jumping jacks for him either. The Lions... Uh, we're 20. I have them now 17, two weeks later. Uh, their first-round pick, Decker, out of Ohio State, I would say has not been as good as Conklin. But he's been plug-and-play, too. You know, I mean, he's right in the lineup. Been solid, not spectacular. I think he's the answer, though. I don't think you look at him and say, man, I, I, we missed on this guy. Uh, I guess that's a B-minus, you know, that he's solidified that line to some degree, for sure. Uh, the Bills go from 18 to 16, uh, and they get Sammy Watkins back. I like the way Taylor's playing. McCoy's having an unbelievable year. Um, their first-round pick, though, Lawson, has to be an incomplete after missing so much of the season. Uh, obviously, they've missed Raglan for the entire year, too, their second-round pick. So they haven't gotten a ton from their rookie class. Um, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. Like, well, they've done pretty well without you, you know, getting much from their rookie. But and then you look at it next year and say, well, they're going to have all those, you know, all those rookies plus these two guys coming back. So it's almost like a second rookie class. But you, you get my drift here. The Baltimore Birdies go from 22 to 15, and I honestly could have them two or three spots higher or five or six spots lower. <laughs> I mean, they're really good defense, especially run defense. Uh, it's a good franchise, obviously. Uh, Stanley, their first-round pick, is a hit. You know, I, I think he's a starting left tackle in this league all day long. <laughs> Those guys don't grow on trees. The Ravens usually don't pick that early. It looks like they made a count. Um, I wonder still deep down, are they regretting not taking Tunsil? But that's a different conversation. Um, so that's a B plus, and, and he has missed some time, but... You get a starting left tackle with your first-round pick and don't have to worry about that position in the foreseeable future. That's a home run. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. All right, we are back. And I got the Chargers at 14. They were 14 two weeks ago. Bosa's an A+. I think he's that good. I really do. I think he's... Easily the best defensive rookie. Should win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know if he will or not. He missed a little time early, but there's not a really good class that he's competing against. I think he's going to be one of the best defensive players in the league and might be a Michael Bennett, Michael Strahan type of impact player. I think he's that good. Highly versatile, can also play on his feet. Uh, I'm smitten with him. I think he's a phenomenal football player. And a big-time game-changer for the Chargers, who, like this past year, very well could be my bounce-back team of 2017, as they were last year, at this, or the, the season before, you know, going into this season. The G-Men, they were 13, they're still at 13, even though they keep winning. 
I got to say I'm not a big believer. I, I, I love their defense. It's getting better and better. Um, Eli Apple has been a reason why. And I've, I always talk about this to the Giants, that their big investments on defense are paying off, including Apple. Uh, I would say he's a B with maybe a B plus, considering he's a corner and corners usually struggle, you know, using the Jalen Ramsey theory here. Um, again, I don't think that they're disappointed at all. I think you draft him. He's been playing enough to say, yep, you know, he's he's a guy. You know, we like him. We're going to count on him. He's uh, eliminated the need. You know, that's what you're looking for here. I got the Bucks all the way up at 12. And two weeks ago, they were 27. Three weeks ago, they were 29. I urge you to check my Twitter timeline. I just wrote an article about what they've been doing, especially on the offensive side of the ball so well these past three weeks. Uh, their first round pick, who was their first round? Oh, Hargraves. I, he's a tough one. Um, he, he's a little undersized. I think he's going to be a good player. Um, as I mentioned in the article, they play a lot of cover three. I'm not sure that he was, you know, overly developed at doing that coming into the league. He gets picked on, but there's ability there. I obviously think that he's going to be a starter. I'm going to call him a B minus, but I, I'm being a little hard on him because I, I had a little bit higher hopes. After watching him in the preseason, I, my expectations were probably a little too high on him. I mean, again, the rookie corner rule uh, is a tough one. It really is. So, uh, you know, that's a good pick. It's a good pick. I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be a good player. Uh, the Dolphins are at 11. They were actually at 9 two weeks ago. How about that? Uh, Tunsil, to me, is also an A. Um, off the field, who knows? I'm not judging that. I think it took him a little while to adjust to guard. Then I thought he became great. I think he stands out that even a someone without a scouting background at all, a casual viewer... If you were to watch their their five linemen, I think you'd look and say, "Wow, that guy's gifted. You know, he's better than everybody else in terms of just natural abilities," and that's very much true. I think Tunsil's an A. I would love to see him at left tackle since day one. It didn't work out that way, but um, you probably know my feelings on that. I would have put him at left tackle. I'd have put Albert at guard. I mean, Albert was a guard in college, but either way, it's working out for Miami quite well. Injuries have been an issue with him. Saints go from 12 to 10. Their second-round pick, Mike Thomas, is an A, that's for sure. Uh, their first-round pick, Sheldon Rankins, gets an incomplete plus-plus because I think he's come back like gangbusters. I think he's a difference-maker. He is who I thought he is type of deal. You know, a wrecker in the middle of the of the defense. Sort of in an Aaron Donald, Geno Atkins mold. Probably a little bigger. Probably not as explosive as those two, but nobody is. Um, I think that the Saints are going to be extremely happy with him. But we haven't seen, what, we've seen two or three games of him back. So, I mean, I think he's really a B-plus, but I'm calling him an incomplete plus-plus. How about that? Another incomplete has to be the Redskins, Josh Doxson. They go from 11 to 9. Uh, the run, run defense still worries me, but this is a team that can play with anyone. Um, Doxon, though, I don't know how you comment on him. I think his time comes next year. And that probably isn't too surprising to anyone either. I mean, when they drafted him, I don't think they had an immediate role for him in mind. Which is also the case with this team. Denver goes from 6 to 8. Lynch, I guess, has to be an incomplete. But, plus, plus. You know, I mean, uh, I, I, 
I very much personally believe he's going to be a star quarterback in this league. I think they think the same thing. You know, people that I know that are close to the organization are very, very excited about him as a great fit in the scheme. And it isn't time to put him in there. Simeon's playing pretty well, but it would blow me away if Lynch doesn't become the starter basically the second the season ends for Denver, whenever that is. You know, throughout the whole offseason, he should be the man going forward and... You know, what pick was he? I mean, you think about this, that he he was a 26 pick overall. You get a franchise quarterback, and you guys know me, I don't throw that term around lightly. If you get a franchise quarterback with after 25 players have been picked that has loads of ability and fits your system like that, that's a home run, man. I mean, that, that, that's a, a, a keep the Broncos as one of the top organizations for years to come, potentially. Chiefs go from 5 to 7. They would have dipped quite a bit in between after their loss to Tampa and then gone back up to 7. That seems weird that they would go down after uh, the tight battle against Denver, but there was, you know, they actually went down and up. I was how it was going if I were to do uh, power ranks last week. They did not have a first round pick, but Chris Jones, their first pick overall, I think is very, very good. A better pass rusher than they've had from their defensive lineman. Very, very athletic. Very talented. Flashes every time I watch him. Uh, I think he's a really good player. Uh, The Steelers go from 10 to 6. And again, a lot of these teams are really similar. It's hard to decipher for me who's better between Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Denver. Um, Artie Burns is their first-round pick. He's played a lot. He's played a lot more than I expected. There's obvious ability there. But I wouldn't say he's played well. You know, unlike some of these other first-round corners, that's who people throw at when he's on the field. And maybe he's turning the corner a little bit these past couple weeks. Um, but the competition's been really bad. You know, they played the Colts without Luck and without Hilton, and they played the Browns. So it's kind of hard to say if he's getting better these past two weeks or not. The Steelers' pass rush has also been better against bad teams. I would say he's a C, uh, but with a high ceiling. Falcons go from 8 to 5. They're playing really well. I just wrote an article about them too. Check that out. Mostly about their offense. About at the point now that they have more weaponry than they can actually get on the field. And they can attack you any way you want. Um, Keanu Neal, I would also give a B. You know, that they... I think we talked about this yesterday. That they certainly went out of their way to get more athletic, faster, more talented in the middle of the field of their defense. And I think he's helping, you know, he's their cam chancellor and he, he can pack a wall up too. I think he's a solid B. I got no problem with him at all. I thought that was a little early when he got picked, but that's not the case. I mean, I think he's fine. Seattle's coming off a bad loss. I'm not a believer that they're bad though. I have them at four. They were one, two weeks ago uh, with a gun to my head. I might take them over these next two, these two other AFC teams even, but they're coming off a bad loss. There's a bad taste in your mouth. I don't think that keeps up at all. <laughs> I think that they're, they're still very, very good. Uh, as for their first round pick, he was the last pick in the first round 31. Cause remember the Patriots didn't have a first round pick. Uh, Fetty, he just got whipped by McCoy. Um, he's a tackle turned guard. Massive work in prog- progress. D plus, C minus. Again, late round pick, and he's starting for them. But would he be starting for most teams at this stage of his career? 
Um, I guess there's upside there. Um, maybe I'm being a little rough on him in his rookie year. Maybe C minus, um, but not not a, a difference maker or an impressive player at this point. Raiders go from four to three. We've talked about them a lot lately. A lot to like here. They're rolling. We'll see how they deal with success. I would imagine they deal with it well. I would give Carl Joseph a B plus. I think he is also the Cam Chancellor, Keanu Neal guy, uh, a little smaller, but certainly aggressive. Uh, it was a big difference maker when he was inserted in the lineup early in the season, has not disappointed. You know, his size, I think, will always be somewhat of a drawback, but he plays the game very well. Uh, you know, he's a, a, a solid to above average starter probably for quite some time, maybe more, maybe a star. So I'm sure the Raiders are very happy with Carl Joseph. Patriots are two, and that might be a little generous based on reputation. I want to know more about Gronk. Is Bennett okay? I would imagine Bennett's just been playing with his ankle and will continue to. But Gronk, if he's out, all of a sudden, you know, I think New England drops quite a few spots. If we can't count on him, the offense is way different without him. I don't think Brady was very healthy you know, this past week, and he got got hot in the fourth quarter, but he did not look, you know, healthy or comfortable moving around at all. So maybe this is the lowest point in the season for the Patriots, too. But their defense is good, bend but don't break, you know, but I don't think it's a high-end defense. I mean, I don't think it's a championship defense. I mean, Brady and Gronk and Belichick are going to have to win it all if it's them. Even Goskowski's having a down year. Um and then I got the Dallas Cowboys at one, and Elliott's an A+. Plus. Uh, not only is he Rookie of the Year, with all respect to Dak, and, but I think he might be the MVP. Um, maybe we'll have an MVP discussion tomorrow. Maybe. I don't know. Tomorrow's Twitter Thursday. Give me some, tw- give me some Twitter questions. Um, but Dallas has won, deservedly so. They've lost one game the first game of the year. That seems like eons ago. Really hard to play against. Offense is super spectacular. I don't know what else I have to say about Ezekiel Elliott except for he's an A+. I mean, he's rivaling David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell to being the best back in the league, basically. So, great player, and Dallas is rolling. All right, all right. Uh, you want to know more about your, your favorite team, or if I glanced over a team you want to hear more about, go check out Locked on Chiefs, Locked on Cowboys, Locked on Brownies, whatever. Um Last note, I watched a football life Chuck Knoll last night. It's the best series out there, NFL NFL Network does. And this one hit home. I mean, it was huge for me. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it a second time. Knew a lot of the people they interviewed. Actually, Craig Wolfley and I do a radio show with Tim Benz. I'll be doing that live tonight. I'll be talking to Wolf about the show, and they were interviewing him for this. Um, just a side note, I urge you to check it out. Uh, this one hits home a little bit for me, too. It's great stuff. Um, take care, all, and that's a wrap. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17.